Hey everybody, welcome back to the Drunken Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan. Uh, I'm TG. And this week we're bringing you uh, three new albums to talk about. Uh, this week we've got Arcade Fire's new album, Alice Cooper's new album, uh, Paranormal. I actually don't remember the, the name of Par- Arcade Fire's album. Everything Now, which is apparently the track title of like two or three songs on the album. Fair enough. Er- everything Now. Uh, and Coldplay EP. So I'm a little behind on my drinking, but Taylor, you recommended these songs last week, so I'll let you take over. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Recommended is a strong term. I just, in all honesty, I, I, re- I really just went through the recent releases on Google Play the other day. Um, but I guess we're going to talk about Arcade Fire's Everything Now first. And this is one of those bands that I've heard a lot of. I mean, I've heard a lot of them, but not actually heard their music. And the only thing I really knew about them was indie rock, which tells me all of nothing. So um, before we really get too much further into reviews, Logan, I think you've got a clip of the title track, Everything Now, if you want to go ahead and throw that on. Here you go. So that's the intro to their song, Everything Now. So you said this was like a progressive rock group. Is that what the they marked it as? No, no, indie rock. Sorry, I don't know if it came through clear on the mic. But no, uh, I, independent I'm, rock, which I don't... It might have just... been kind of fussy on what that means. Uh, it kind of, maybe it just slipped my perception when you said that, but it's like, when you, when you said rock at all, I was like, that didn't sound like the album I listened to. Uh, yeah, there was... This was like the, the polar opposite of a progressive rock album. Um, I, I really wish I could pick out one or two songs to talk about, but really this this album just, it was like the blandest possible thing I could imagine a rock album be uh, being. Um, I was kind of hoping that, you know, being they were an indie rock album, which, you know, from what I understand, indie rock is supposed to kind of push the envelope and be full of social critique. I I didn't really get that off of anything. In fact, I'm not really sure they put any real effort into writing the lyrics, considering considering that almost every song, the entirety of the lyrics was just the song title over and over. Chemistry, 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 everything now, everything now. Kill me. This this was just... I mean, I'm kind of overreacting for the sake of comedic effect. This wasn't as bad as I'm making it out to be. But if you're not already a big fan of um, Arcade Fire, there's nothing here, in my opinion, to make you want to go out and listen to more of their stuff. It was, it was kind of like the stereotype of what I would expect a corporate-backed indie rock album to be, which I think is kind of funny. An independent rock band marketing themselves is in that niche, but they're still one of the biggest acts globally in that, in that subgenre, I guess. I don't know. I don't pay attention to this. What do what, you think? I was thoroughly confused. I'm still confused as to why what classifies them as indie rock. Does indie rock mean you just use a bunch of synth and don't play any instruments? Is that what indie rock is? Because that's maybe <laughs> that's what I got out of this album. There wasn't. Yeah, I don't have a problem with the music. The music's very similar to a lot of stuff 
In fact, when I came into this, I was thinking I was going to just describe them as Coldplay light because that's kind of what they felt like is just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could see that. Um, but honestly, when you said indie rock, I was very put back. I was like, this, this, this is not what I would sign up for. I am shocked that they would describe themselves as such. Uh, you're absolutely right. I'm not sure if you were stealing that from my text message earlier or not. But every I will admit, I was wondering what you were thinking about until you said that. Um, I figured that might have been what you meant. But yeah, yeah. the <laughs> the problem I ran into the music didn't really bug me as much, but uh, the lyrics in this that they had, it's like they picked two words. Uh, I guess sometimes it was the title of the track, but sometimes it would just be two random words, and they would say them over and over and over again, and then they would sprinkle in a few extra words to try and break up the monotony. And I'm like, these are not lyrics. I don't, that, that doesn't count. You can't, you can't just say stuff over and over again. I, that's, I wonder, I feel bad because I don't want to be like that guy who's just, how do these guys get popular? Who thinks this is a good idea? But I really feel like there should be more, if these people are making money off the songs they write, they should probably be putting more thought into the actual songs they're putting out. I guess at least the music was decent. I, I didn't really have any complaints about the music itself. It was just kind of, as you pointed out, TG, it was just kind of meh. I mean, it was generic. Yeah, I mean, it was there. It was there. Yeah, I mean, if it's that, if that's your type of music, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. It's just kind of, there wasn't anything special about it. In fact, I can't think of a single track that stands out to me on this album. Uh, the the only reason I remembered some of the songs were because they were so repetitive with the lyrics. Everything else was just kind of like a distant kind of soulful feel. But at the same time, it was really kind of, it had a techno feel because of all the synth they used. So, I mean. Yeah, I think this is the official album of that freshman at UGA who is really immersing himself in the downtowns and the downtown Athens sub, uh, music subculture who thinks that they're quirky and because they listen to Arcade Fire. I don't know, yeah. I mean, I think another way of looking at it is if you're really, if you're stoned or if you're really, like, in just popping LSD at the club or something, then, yeah, this is not a bad, I guess it's not really that bad. Yeah. No, it's, it's not. It's just, I, I think we both came to the same conclusion. There's just nothing terribly stand out about it. It's not, like, offensive, but it, there was nothing that makes me want to go back and put anything on repeat. Like, well, now that now that you bring that up, like the more I think about it, the more I'm realizing this reminds me of that scene in uh, Get Him to the Greek, where they like lean up against the fuzzy wall and it's like just just right, just hold on to the fuzzy wall, just punch the fuzzy wall. And I was like, <laughs> for some reason, this music makes me feel like that, where it's like, don't think about it, just pet the fuzzy wall, just keep doing it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. yeah that, who, who could, be afraid of a guy named Jeffrey. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's yeah. But at the end of the day, it's more of a kind of a drug trippy song music. I don't see you listening to this a lot on the radio. It's kind of relaxing in a lot of ways, but yeah, I, I'm going to give it, I want to give it a five for the music, but I'm going to give it a four because the lyrics really bugged me. They didn't piss me off. Like some of the stuff we listened to this week, but it did bug me a bit. So, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we've, let's keep going. So anyway, next up, I think 
you so I actually don't know as much about Alice Cooper. I think I've heard of him and I've heard that he was a very controversial character. Can you give me some background? Yeah, so uh, Alice Cooper, um, so an interesting fact, first of all, uh, right now the name Alice Cooper refers to the one specific guy that everyone currently knows as Alice Cooper. But originally, Alice Cooper, the name, referred to an entire band of which the current day Alice Cooper was the front man. I don't know the full story uh, behind how it turned into his solo project, but uh, but you're right. Back in the day, I, which I believe was like the late '70s, somewhere out, some thereabouts, um, they were pretty controversial because if it weren't for Alice Cooper, whether you're talking about the original band or the current guy, that was like the progenitor of shock rock. Like if it wasn't for them and if it wasn't for him, there'd be no Marilyn Manson, there'd be no Rob Zombie. Um, basically all of these guys that have made their names and being shocking and provocative with a really insane stage act to go along with it they all owe their roots to among others alice cooper um from a musical standpoint uh these days it's i mean it's just standard hard rock and there's i mean not that there's anything wrong with that but i mean back in the day it was subversive it was something that you know you're you're, you're up there with the stage production of like um Actually, let me back up. If you've never seen Alice Cooper live, which I, I actually just did see them in Chastain Park up here about a week ago, it's not just a concert. It's a full-on stage production. Like, we're talking at points, they bring out a guillotine and get a um, a straight-jacketed Alice Cooper, put him in the guillotine, and chop his fucking head off on stage. Damn. You've got Frankenstein monsters up dancing around. I mean, it's... I could I could go on, but it's just um, like I said. If if it weren't for him, there'd be no shock rock and a lot of current mainstays of hard rock and heavy metal would be drastically different if they even existed at all. It sounds like he's it sounds like he might be one of those where it's m- way more entertaining to watch him like live. But yeah, I I personally, yeah. having never listened to his music before, it. Kind of felt like stand. I didn't know. I didn't even think it was hard rock, but it felt like standard rock. Kind of trying to be, yeah. trying to be uh, maybe a little controversial. But I think, at least from the lyrics that I got in this album, they're kind of a little past their time, or they're just not. Maybe they're not trying as hard to be as well, yeah. over the top. And the you know the thing is. With, with Alice Cooper, he's one of the rare uh, exceptions where I can say it's okay to just continue bringing more of the same. Because, I mean, this guy is a legend in the sub in, in classic rock and hard rock. Like, you know, if you want to listen to Alice Cooper, you probably know what you're getting into. And he's been around so long and helped define the genre and a lot of the trappings that go along with it that it's it's kind of... I feel like that's one of the few points at which it's acceptable to continue doing what you've been doing. I mean, the guy's in his 70s, and having just seen him in concert last week, I mean, he's still killing it. It's And, and you're absolutely right. It is definitely a much more interesting experience to see them play live than to listen to the studio album. Now, personally, I really enjoyed this album. I thought it was probably one of my favorites we've gone through all week, but hey. again, you're talking to somebody who grew up pretty much listening to this with his dad so there's a big nostalgia factor there too (laughs) 
You want me to play the clip real fast? Oh yeah, I forgot. We got a clip. Paranoid personality. Go for it. Alright, sorry about that. Uh, that took a little while longer because I forgot how long the build-up was for that song. But anyway, uh, yeah, back back to what you were talking about. Uh, TG, I, I actually didn't like this, uh, this album a fair bit. My thought process really came from the sense that my only issue was with it was clearly they were trying to be controversial and it just didn't feel as controversial. But I think that's more of a thing about society more so than anything else i guess at this yeah. point in time but anyway keep going i sorry for interrupting you earlier oh you're, you're good i've um i i get the feeling i'm a little bit further ahead in my drinking this evening than you are so i kind of need somebody to tell me when to shut up every now and then um but uh you know i i kind of i kind of feel like we're, we're seeing the same thing from different sides um I guarantee you, you've heard plenty of Alice Cooper in the past. Like, you know the song, No More Mr. Nice Guy? Um, yeah. School's Out for Summer. Yep. Uh, Feed My Frankenstein. Those are classic, classic Alice Cooper songs that everybody knows, even if they've never, even if they have no idea who he is. Yeah, I mean, some, um, of, those, some of those you don't even realize that uh, that was the band that they came from. But yeah, yeah no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first thing that stood out to me was I did recognize the name. The second thing that stood out to me was when I pulled up the album on Google Play, he looks ancient. Like, I don't know how old he is, yeah. but, I mean, we listened to him. In his 70s. He is in his 70s. Yeah, it's shocking to me because we listened to Metallica a few weeks ago, and those guys are, like, what, late 50s or something? And they look, like, way younger than he does. But he's, I mean, he's clearly still got a lot of talent there. Uh, yeah, I... Some of these songs I really liked. I didn't have anything that I really had a problem with on the album. It all sounded good. Uh, and I think the the thing that stood out to me was he clearly put, and I don't know if he does this with a band still or not, but whoever made the music itself clearly put a lot of thought into the way they sound, the attitude they portray, and the lyrics that come across. And I liked that a lot. Even if it wasn't yeah. necessarily up my alley, I liked the thought the thing that they were going through a lot of trouble to make sure that the message they were trying to put across was properly expressed. Cause that's something that doesn't necessarily take place, especially nowadays with a lot of pop singers and everything else. So you okay, man? Yeah. I was just looking at my other monitor. Um, uh, I was just going to point out as well. Um, like I said, Alice Cooper was originally a full band. And uh, the interesting thing to me about this album is that uh, a couple of the songs were actually written and performed with some of the original Alice Cooper band members. I believe that would be Fireball. Um, shoot. Uh, there was Genuine American Girl and, uh, God, and You and All Your Friends, which I think those were on the bonus edition of the album, if, if you listen to those. But 
Yeah, I liked so, the I liked the genuine American girl. That one actually was one of the standouts. Kind of funny. Yeah, that one was actually pretty funny, and it was it sounded good. Paranoid personality was probably my second favorite, but yeah, Which there was, that one is a lot of fun live. I'm just gonna add that. But otherwise, this was I mean you're right. Ignoring the fact that it's by one of the rock and roll legends. This is a pretty standard hard rock album. I mean, it's fun, and it's it's got the standard lyrical throwbacks to fast cars, women, albums, you know, typical metal, quote-unquote, bullshit. Um, so, I mean, it's it's nothing new. It's, it's not anything that's going to make you, you know, lose your mind over the next musical phenomenon, but it's, it's Alice Cooper. You know what you're getting into, and it's a pretty solid example. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I was I liked it. I'd give it about a seven. I was debating on whether I'd give it a seven or an eight. Uh, I think that if something came on the radio or if I wanted to listen to some of the songs again, I definitely could. I don't know if I'd go through the entire album. Also, there was a deluxe version which had their live performances at the end of it. And which that was really cool. That's what I listened to, and that was probably my favorite part. Yeah, that part was pretty. That was pretty interesting as well. I liked I liked that a lot. Especially because I didn't realize that some of those songs, like you said, I feel like we talked about, I don't, I didn't realize some of those songs were by that group. So that was kind of yeah. fascinating to listen to. I mean, if you're, the other thing I can get behind is that not, while some of the lyrics are kind of out there, I don't think anything is outright offensive. And I don't think the music, even though we're describing it as hard rock, I don't think there's any music in here that if somebody listened to, they're going to like immediately turn away if they've never listened to rock and roll before. So I, I liked it a lot. I think it'd be a good album for somebody if they were trying to get into like uh, different versions of rock and roll and check out uh, one of the old, cla one of the old classic uh, kind of groups. Uh, so yeah, uh, I, and I clearly, <laughs> clearly you really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I mean, I'll admit I'm biased because I mean, I grew up listening to this kind of stuff with my dad and I've seen Alice Cooper uh, live twice now also with my dad. And um, it's like, I, like I said, if, if you really want to get into Alice Cooper, you got to go see him live because it's an experience, it's an experience in and of itself. And um, it, it really blows the album versions away. Cause like, like I keep saying the guys in his seventies and he's still up there rocking harder than some of the extreme metal groups that I have gone to see in recent days, you know, he's probably going to outlive us all probably by some obscure occult means. Who I don't know. Is Ozzy Osbourne still alive? Cause if so, I mean, yeah, but you know, I'm pretty sure cocaine on a certain level acts <laughs> a, as a preservative. I'm sure that's part of it. Well, anyway, we got one more. It's not really an album, but I believe Coldplay EP. So what yeah, made Kaleidos you go? What made you choose that one out of all? Uh... And I picked all of these from the Google Play new releases section. Um, I honestly do not like Coldplay in the slightest, so I figured, hey, this might be fun to talk about because who doesn't like a good hate fucking? All right, well, I have a clip from uh, something just like this with off their Kaleidoscope EP.
Okay then. Yeah. Sorry. This is another one of those where I didn't realize how long the buildup was on the uh, <laughs> song. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So I guess TG, you're running the show. Tell me, what were your thoughts? Um. So up until I listened to this, this is probably the first Coldplay release that I've ever sat down and listened to in its entirety. Uh, up until this point, most of what I heard has been from iPod commercials um, and then, like, various other things. Like, I, I think they've been – I think some of their music has wound up in certain big movies. I Don't hold me to that. I think that's true. Um, so I kind of had a rough idea what I was getting into. And, I, you know, this, this album pretty well stood up to those expectations. It, Coldplay's really good at – kind of giving off this kind of dreamy, ethereal vibe. Um, it's not something I really go for, and to me, I kind of feel like it just kind of shows how limited their emotional spectrum is, if that makes any sense. I hope I don't sound too fucking pretentious, but hey, this is a music review podcast. You listen to us because we're pretentious assholes or something like that. <laughs> Pretty much, know. right? Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. My biggest issue with Coldplay is, and always has been, and I, I think I've used this word several times this episode already, but they're very bland. Like, they're not in a, I mean, they're not, like, offensive or anything. Like, it's, it's not like they come on the radio and I want to put ice picks in my eardrums, but, um, I mean, I'll save that for, uh, God, what was that? I think I've like managed to purge it from my memory. What was that one album? The Katy Perry album. The oh, Katy Perry. I, I album. thought you were gonna say U two, but okay. Katy Perry was an even deeper sin than U two. Okay. Because at least U two does attempt to play instruments, but I digress. <laughs> Your hate. The hate is but, real. Um, I can tell. Damn. Oh man. The hate is the bitchery is eternal. Uh, uh, you know, to take a second, I do want to touch on. So yeah, yeah. I think. For me, Coldplay has kind of set this thing in place, uh, and I'm not, I am using this term, but it was expressed to me by someone else. It's like unoffensive white people music, where it's like, okay, (laughs) we play, we play music that's really easy, and we use lyrics that are very, like, uplifting and, like, somewhat positive, but also kind of ethereal, as you pointed out. And it won't piss anybody off, and nobody will have anything to, to really hate about it. Therefore, most people will enjoy listening to it. And I'm like, but that's kind of the point of music is to express feelings and emotions beyond just like, oh, yeah, and we can be positive and uplifting as the human race. Like, I get why people like that, but I, I want something that's going to be slightly more offensive or maybe just something that makes people think more like – that's the problem that I have with them. I guess when you refer to blandness is it's like it's all it's all the same kind of song with slightly different beats or slightly different guitar riffs and yeah. then the lyrics are could pretty much be interchanged with any of the other songs. And it's a trend that Coldplay put in place. I will say and you're seeing it in a lot of other groups nowadays. I would say Arcade Fire is very similar. I will say chain smokers <coughs> yeah yeah we're gonna get to that okay but anyway i will say <laughs> next I, week i will say that it wasn't as bad as i thought it was gonna be 
for some reason, I just try not to listen to Coldplay. And when I listened to this album, I was like, I definitely could find some stuff that I enjoyed and that I liked. And the lyrics didn't often offend me. The way they were singing didn't offend me like the YouTube album had. Or it's YouTube. The YouTube album had. But, yeah, <laughs> at the same time, there wasn't anything particularly amazing about it. It was... Like I said, it was just kind of bland, play something really basic that doesn't offend anybody, and people will enjoy it. And I want more from my music than that. Granted, I mean, maybe not everybody feels that way, but it just seems like that's something you would want to find something you could actually enjoy out of your music rather than just being not offended by it. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling. TG. (laughs) The only other real thing I wanted to add was – uh, and I mean, you, I think you kind of covered it pretty exceptionally well, but the one thing I did want to add just because I, I didn't want this to be purely negative. And again, like part of the, if I had to assign a reason why I picked this, I figured I wanted to try to give them a chance. Cause I actually caught a lot of shit from my freshman year roommate in college about you don't like Coldplay. What's wrong with you? By the way, this guy was a complete and total dumbass. So, I mean, I never really put too much stock in his opinion. So, so are most freshmen in college, okay? Come <laughs> on. I mean, I was a dumbass, but I was a dumbass in, in ways that were inconsequential. This guy was a dumbass in ways that he skipped class and it led to him breaking his ankle. But that's another story for another time. Um, this guy was a supreme, just, it was, it was amazing. Was, was Coldplay involved in him but breaking a, his ankle? I mean, I think it was playing in his room at the time, so sure, why not? But, well, but there, anyway, uh, just, there, just to at least have something really positive, I do have to hand it to them. Their production team knows what they're doing. Um, this was a very well-produced album. I mean, ignoring the fact that I didn't really care too much for the style that they're playing, it sounded good coming out of my stereo. And, I mean, my stereo's nothing special, so, you know, that's... That, that's kind of a pretty good bar to hit. If it sounds really good from a quality perspective coming out of my mediocre setup, I mean, that's that's got to speak for something. I mean, yeah, it even was... though the music was really, was really just front and center, I still never had a hard time listening to the vocals, even though I really didn't want to. But... <laughs> Yeah, it was, Still, it was it was very well done in that regard. It was very sharp and crisp. I will give it that. It was probably yes. I can't think of a better produced album as far as I can remember. At least that we've listened to here recently. Yeah, I mean the the sharpness of the sound coming out of the stereo was very good. But yeah, I mean at the same time, there's there's not like they have to cover a wide range of sound for that either. But anyway. Yeah, I liked it. I'd give it like a five, somewhere between a five and a six. I liked it enough, I partially because of the surprise that it was pretty good. I'm not, I'm not gonna outrage, gonna be like, oh no, don't listen to it, because I think, you know, genuinely most people will find something they like in this album. It's just kind of, I was expecting more, or I expect more from my music, and it was kind of disappointing on that front. So. Take what you yeah. will. I mean, if there's if you're not already a fan of Coldplay, I doubt this will convince you, but, eh, I mean, what do you do? I don't know. Also, their ability to sing with Chainsmokers, which we will talk about next week. So, 
Yes, the hate is eternal, believe me. All right, well, thank you as always to our listeners. Uh, you make us what we are, and what we are is slightly below alcoholic. So uh, y'all have a good rest of your week, and take it easy. All right, and remember, you can pick your friends, you can pick your nose, but the Atlanta Falcons blew a 28-3 lead against the Patriots in Super Bowl 51. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about uh, Hell in a Cell for a second there. <laughs> I should have. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good night, everybody. Might have been meme overload. Good night, everybody.